What's up, everybody? Welcome to Howdy Radio, The Next Generation, episode 68. I'm Brandon. I'm Wayne. And I'm Tyler. And this is our best of 2020 episode, part one. Have we ever done a part one and part two episode before? I think we... Maybe. We did. We would have done one for Disney. Oh, that we was a four-part like, Yeah, we would have had like 15 parts for that. Yeah, did that we do cool. one for WrestleMania one one time? Maybe. I feel like we I feel like we might have once or twice. The prediction episode or the something like that, maybe. When we wanted to keep it like 30 minutes, we might have. Yeah. We might have had one early on. But. So we know that we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. So instead of it being one super long episode that everybody would not commit to, I figure we should split it up into two. So our topics for this episode, episode 68, will be uh, our top games and our top movies of the year. And then tune in next week for part two which will include our top albums of the year, which will throw in our favorite songs of the year into that segment. And then for the first time ever, we're doing top actual moments of 2020, like our our favorite real-life experiences and things that have happened to us. So that's completely new this year. Also new this year is Tyler. Tyler has never joined us for an end-of-the-year episode. This is our fourth ever end of the year episode, and Tyler's first. So, thanks for joining us, Tyler. Thanks for having me. So, not only will Tyler be joining us throughout these two episodes, we've also got some bonus content to throw in. A bunch of our friends from Howdy Inc. have submitted little audio snippets that says, like, Hi, this is Dave, and my favorite album is this. Uh, so, throughout this whole thing we will be throwing them into the mix to hear what they thought what of all what all of our friends of howdy inc thought was the best stuff that happened this year so thought that was a cool way to get everybody involved a little bit yeah so we're basically ready to jump right into i think where we want to go with the best ofs but is there anything else that you guys wanted to get at before we get started it's christmas time christmas shopping have you been christmas shopping yes yeah. how's that going Pretty good. I've, this is the most stuff like actually bought for for like Christmas time. Like cool. I hardly ever like go out and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. You buying nice for friends and family, or what do you? Yes. So I, I bought for Becca with the drawing. I bought mm-hmm. for you guys, and I bought for two of my friends as well. Cool. the The drawing that he speaks of is a drawing between Liz and all of her siblings. Once you turn eighteen. Uh, not everybody buys for you at that point. You get into a drawing, and we pick one person, and it's like a twenty-five or thirty-dollar thing, and then you buy one gift instead of eight. So right around in there. So mm-hmm. it's always been really fun. We've always really enjoyed the drawing. So that happened to Tyler this year for the first time because he just turned eighteen. So does it feel good to be a part of the drawing, or or are you still like kid mode where you're like, well, this sucks that not everybody's buying for me. No, I, I like it because mm-hmm. I, I like to think of as, as myself as a good gift giver. Mm-hmm. So now it's nice to just be able to just zero in and just be like, how can I get this person like the best gift possible? Yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. Howdy Inc. is doing a gift exchange this year as well between me and my friends. Uh, we we came up with a board game slash like card game theme. So not so much like, you know, you know I'm buying for Dave. And it doesn't really... 
matter what Dave wants. That's not really the point of it. The point of it is to find a good okay. 20 or $25 game that I think that Dave and like his family and friends would enjoy. So it kind of switches it up a little bit. That's gotcha. cool. And that was uh that was Kyle's idea, and I think his uh, to do a theme, and I think it was his idea to do the game theme as well. So that's cool. Kudos to Kyle for that one. I don't kind of not everybody was on board with it. A couple guys were like, "I just want to buy whatever I want to buy," but I think overwhelmingly more people wanted to do the theme. Yeah, nice. So what about you, Lane? Have you been shopping? Yeah, I started to buy for like a couple people. Are you doing friends and family as well? I haven't bought anything but friends yet. Okay. I need to. But you started with family. That's okay. Yeah. Right on. Everybody knows I want a new skateboard for Christmas. So if you need any ideas. Yeah, you definitely need a new skateboard. I need a new skateboard for sure. Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. Let's get into the to the reason why we're yeah. here so that this is not an hour and a half each part, although it very well could be. So let's see. Today is movies and games. Uh, let's start with movies almost to get that out of the Why way. Why are we in the What's Up segment doing this? Oh, no, we got to end this segment. Okay, here's the music. <laughs> so, sorry, I almost forgot to play the little ukulele music there. Thanks for reminding me, Lane. Tyler said, I was thinking the same thing, but Tyler didn't say anything. All right, so we're going to start with movies. Uh, movies were very different in 2020 god i mean we shouldn't even start saying that because we're going to say that about everything that there is not with games but i think games movies took the biggest the hit in 2020 For is sure. that fair to say it's something that you have to go out and like go do mm-hmm. like like an album you can receive that on your phone and, and stuff yeah. like that and uh and personally here it affected tyler because tyler is an employee of a movie theater mm-hmm. So what's that been like i mean that's that's made you out of work for the last little while right yeah but now there's word of them possibly opening back up again. They're, they're trying to open back up for Christmas. Okay. We'll show a couple of Christmas movies and some yeah. older movies like we did when we opened back up the first time. Okay. Wait, do I, you still technically work there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, still an employee of the of the Kenwood Movie Theater, right? Yeah, it, uh, the, the one thing that was the weirdest of all of it, though, was HBO's move of so annoying. Releasing things on streaming services and in theaters. Yeah. So, like, if, if there was any thought of just, like, okay, cool. Once we get over what's happening right now, then we can, like, go and see movies in the theater. But now there's the alternative. So even if things do get fixed, the alternative is still there. So, like, it's still taking a hit. Yeah, yeah a lot of people I, I, are really mad about the whole HBO stuff. And understandably so. But I think that realistically that we're looking that movie theater and music and stuff like that will not be back to normal nowhere near the beginning of 2021 maybe towards the end um so the safe bet is then i mean they can't just still keep putting every movie that comes out on hold so hbo all of the 2021 like all of the big movies besides like marvel and stuff will be on hbo max but there's been a lot of people that have been saying that, you know, at-home releases and streaming releases are going to be the future of new movie releases that. and that movie theaters will be a thing of the past, even before this whole pandemic thing went down. So That's stupid. Uh, but the news reached out to our theater, and the owner of it had a good point of, like, there have been so many other, like, medias that have come out that have been, like, the theater killers of like yeah. oh VHS is coming out yeah. so theaters are theaters rendered useless are, yeah, and sure. then DVDs and like so I mean yeah, there's so right. many other things and so I, I want to stay positive 
-hmm. but I don't know. They've made it a little harder to keep positive with it. Yeah. And you are the employee of a locally ran and owned theater as opposed to the like AMC mega conglomerate company. AMC is still taking a big hit. Yeah, for sure. So absolutely. imagine how like the little yeah, theaters exactly. are taking the little, little guys suffer even worse. Yeah. Um, AMC for sure is taking big hits right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But we don't feel as bad for them as we do the yeah. little guy. That's just how that works. Well, not as bad, but I still feel bad. That's fine. Yeah. That's, I didn't say who cares yeah, about yeah. them whatsoever because it's still people's jobs. <laughs> yeah. But the little guy always matters more. Always. So we're going to start with our movies here. We're going to go uh, from 10 to 1. Not all of us have 10 movies. And this specific example, uh, I have just a couple movies. Same with Tyler. But Lane has a full 10. So we're going to, it's basically going to be, be the Lane show here for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but every it took every couple seven episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we tried to make a Lane Show spinoff that you were supposed to do, and you never did. So you could have just done that if we're talking about stuff. Uh, but every couple that we get through, then we'll find one of our Howdy Inc. friends and have them chime in and say what their movie of the year was this year as well. So let's get started. Lane, your number ten. I can't believe you have. I can't believe you've watched 10 movies that came out in 2020. You yeah. have to be the only person that's done that. I'll like, be honest, I didn't know 10 movies came out this year. <laughs> the only reason I know is because uh, because I run a Plex server. And because I'm yep. somewhat addicted to torrenting. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm always scrolling through to see what's there. And I, my eyes have seen at least... 200 covers of movies that have came out this year but they are they all look like complete and utter trash so yeah, why anybody is, has watched 10 of them is beyond me. i think part of my problem is is one of the ones that are on my list i forgot came out this year like the year has felt so long yeah. that like i'm thinking of movies in my head that i've seen that i thought were like 2019 movies yeah. that are like i've actually seen this year yeah so if it, once if it you came get... out like march before i think it came out in like 2018 yeah 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 <laughs> So what you do is once you've done a podcast of the best of the year enough times, you go into it preparing yourself next year. Next year, when you see a good movie, add it to the list. That's what I did Just with write albums. down a list. That's what I did with if albums. It's for like if it's music, week. keep a playlist going and just add the album to a playlist as you go. So that way there is no, I forgot this came out during this time. You, you set yourself up for having all of that information. Gotcha. That's what I do. Number 10, Lane. Number okay. 10 movie of 2020. So my number 10 movie is Birds of Prey. Okay. And it's a DC movie. And it's like Harley Quinn. And it was really bad. That's on your list, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That movie was really bad. Okay. W me, me, Tyler, and Mama went to go see a... What a great way to start. Number 10, really bad. <laughs> well, yeah, that's number 10. Yep. But um, we went into it being like, oh, this could be cool because the trailers looked really good. But it, it was bad. Okay. It was really bad. All right. Next one. Yeah. Okay. We'll just blow right through the crappy ones, especially. Yeah. So the next one. Number nine on your list of 2020 is. I, I can't yeah. even say best of movies because apparently you made a list of just movies. crappy movies. Yeah. It's a it's a top ten list. So if I've only seen I ten understand. movies and the ten one isn't gonna. I know. I have the same yeah. thing. I'm just giving you okay. crap. Number nine is Impractical Jokers, the movie. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was just an episode that was long. 
Yeah. And New Practical Jokers isn't very funny. No. So there were like one or two moments where it was really funny. That show started off really good. It did. And uh, and then and it, it got jumped really... the shark maybe three or four years in, which is a good it, run. It got very obviously scripted. It became very, very scripted, very yes. fake, very not good, very unwatchable. You, you could you could tell. Like, I'm not going to say that at the beginning they didn't obviously have some sort of script with it. Yeah. But, like, now it's just, like, you can tell that everything is scripted. Uh, correct. Or, like, they intentionally make somebody lose because they have, like, yeah. a thumbs down or something like because that. Because it make... has to work yeah. for whatever the exactly. outcome of the show is. Yeah. But I did hear some positive things about the movie and the, that it yeah. was funny. So. It, it was did funny. Did you see that, Tyler? Nope. Okay. I saw that with Wade. We had it in the theater, but that yeah. was, like, it was, like, wasn't it, like, released in February or something? It was, yeah. Like, it was, like, right by the time, like, where I was almost going to be available to see it at the theater. Yeah. But then the theater closed, so. Let's interject with, you know, I've seen that or I haven't seen yeah. that if we've got that on Lane's list. But yeah. I guess since Lane has a bigger list than us, that means we haven't seen. I saw that, I saw that was way on opening weekend. That was fun. You, you paid to see that movie? Maybe. You Did put you pay money in the Impractical Joker's pockets. Good for you. Helping out the little guy. <laughs> That was what, number nine? That was nine. All right, let's do one more, and okay. then we'll... Uh, It'll be a good transition. We'll, so. check, in, uh, we'll check in with our buddy Smoothie, Smoothie yeah. right after yeah, yeah. you do this one. So number eight is Bill and Ted Face the Music. All right. Um, maybe because, like Smoothie, I'll say it in a minute. It was, it was just callbacks the whole time, mm-hmm. and I've only seen the first one. Okay. And the first one was good, but you said okay. the second one wasn't as good, so yeah, I haven't watched that at some point. But still good. But the third one... It's better than Impractical Jokers, the yeah, movie, I that's bet. that's why it's above it. But, um, no, I mean, Bill and Ted Bogus Journey is oh, okay. a better movie. But I, it just wasn't entertaining and very confusing. Yeah. Nothing made sense. And, like, everything was just... Make all these different side plots, but you still somehow get to the end, like, the center of it. Yeah. And the payoff wasn't even that good. So, it mm-hmm. just wasn't that good of a movie. I tried to, like, when I when we were done watching it, I was like, that was okay. But yeah. then after I started thinking about it, I was like, no, that was that was not good. That was bad. So. What are your thoughts on it? Because you were the reason why we watched the first one in the first place. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get to my thoughts a little bit more specifically on down the road yeah, of the you list here. Yeah, list. Gotcha. Yeah. You saw that movie as well, right? No, we it was no, you it was not. me, you, Mom, and Taggart that was. Oh, watching. Taggart was the. There the were one. a couple movies that you guys watched while I was like full on on campus. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I just I didn't see. That might have been like okay. the first have extras against me because they were they were like the home releases that I just didn't see. That was in okay. September, right? So he was like. I don't remember I had, like, when just it came moved out. In. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. Well, uh, Bill and Ted, I know is a uh, spoiler alert is on Smoothie's list as well. So let's have Helm tell you a little bit about that right now. It's your boy Smoothie once again here on How to Radio The Next Generation coming at you with my top movie movies of 2020. Uh, The first one came out back in March and that is The Hunt. Uh, This movie was based on a book that was published back in 1924, The Most Dangerous Game, pretty much where a group of elitist hunt Human beings, those lesser than themselves, for sport. Very applicable in these crazy times where I'm. It was well done. Good cast of characters. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, much more than I thought I would. And the second movie is Bill and Ted 
face the music. I think it was a good conclusion to the trilogy. A lot of callbacks to the original two movies. And for what it was, uh, I think it was well done. Definitely worth the wait. They've been talking about it for some years. But I'm glad it came out. And I enjoyed it. And I think I have to watch it again. So this has been your boy Smoothie here on Halley Radio Next Generation. And I thank you for the invite, and I thank you for sharing, and I hope you have a good rest of 2020, and here's to 2021. All right, thanks, Smoothie, for uh, for sending us that audio yeah. clip. Very cool. So Bill and Ted, one of his, and the other movie, The Hunt. Yeah. Uh, I have never seen that. I don't know that I've ever even heard of that. Well, it's on your Plex, so you definitely have heard of it. I've at least heard of it. Yeah. You're right. Cool. All right. That, that, was one, that was one of the movies that... When it when it basically came out when COVID started, so that was when like that and Invisible Man and those movies they just put them onto streaming services. Yeah. So this was like the first one to really do that. Okay. And also that movie is like cursed. It originally got delayed because the week that it was supposed to come out, the Dayton shootings happened. Yeah. So they decided to delay it. Okay. And then it got banned in some country, and then it and then it went on streaming services because of COVID. So, gotcha. but it's a good movie. So, you and, I, and that's that's later on my list. So we'll talk about that more. Okay. Uh, you know something we didn't add to the list uh, that I wish we would have would be a favorite wrestling show of the year that we watched, like that we went to. Either or. Can you even was say Dynamite co- this year? That was yeah, fun. we went to Dynamite Cleveland this year. Yeah, in January. Yeah, that was that was well. Gosh. Okay, we're getting off track here. Uh, what? We're gonna we're gonna include that. We're gonna make a note. Oh my goodness. To uh, Next episode. to come up with that for part two, just so we Tune can touch in to on part that. Two for wrestling. Yeah. Every, well, every day you keep adding me to put something on my. Whatever, list. man. It's it's good content. That's why. It's long Cause content. Cause, <laughs> so thank you, Smoothie, for uh, telling us your favorites. Here we'll uh, blow through a couple more of Lanes, and then we'll check in with our good buddy. Kyle and see what he has to say for his favorite movie. So stay tuned for that. So that was number nine or ten, nine, eight. So now we're on number seven. Okay. So my number seven is Phineas and Ferb: Candace Against the Universe. Okay. So this was this was on Disney Plus. This is the first thing that Phineas and Phineas and Ferb has done since the show has ended. When did they end? Five years or so ago. Yeah, exactly. Sure. We would we would start the old apartment when that show ended. Yeah. Well, if we were at the old apartment, that was even longer. Eight plus, that was eight plus years ago. So, so no way. No, we watched. No, we, we watched, watched the upstairs. Movie. We watched the last episode upstairs live. Yeah, well, not live. We went here. We never. We actually didn't watch it live. Oh. Then we watched the movie at the apartment. I believe Keep that. Talking. Oh, final episode day, twenty fifteen. Uh, so five years ago, your yeah, your okay. original. Well, look at that. Time was right. Look at that. Yeah, but we we were at Mommy's house or something, and we couldn't watch it. We were pissed. Gotcha. That was annoying. Hey, what's hey. your language here, what? young child? Oh, this isn't even my show. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Spoiler uh, alert: Kyle's going to cuss on Howdy Radio here in a few oh, minutes. No. He apologizes though. He apologizes, but yeah, I'm not going to censor him because I don't. I'm not into that. <laughs> so this Disney is- Plus. That's something we can talk about. Censoring the Simpsons. I'll never use Disney Plus again. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, this movie was okay-ish. I wish it was better. Okay. It was basically There's lots of movies I wish were better. 
like it was basically a Candace solo movie and I love Candace she's like a great character but they, they did not write it well and it was not very entertaining was it done by like the same people yeah it was same made by voice the, actors yeah same everything writers and everything stuff. was the same but I think it was obviously just Disney was like you know what they liked this let's do it again and then I'm guessing it was kind of rushed so that is Hollywood's I, main thing Phineas is people Ford. liked this, let's do this again. That's all yeah. that anything is anymore. What about any reboots this year, uh, TV-wise? Um, did Did you guys watch, like, Animaniacs or... Oh, uh, I need to watch that. Yeah, I, I've I still heard nothing good things about it. We watched some of Saved by the Bell. We watched, that was terrible. I'm about halfway through Saved by the Bell, and I'm okay with it. It's, it's, not, the episode I watched. it's not nearly as terrible as I assumed it would be. That would be my review of the new Saved by the Bell. That's all right. I don't. It's bad, in my opinion. We didn't even do we didn't do TV category this year either. I didn't watch all. Oh, I did, but not oh, not new stuff. New TV. Well, stuff. I did a little bit. Kinda. All right, what's okay. your number six? My number six is um, I'm thinking of ending things. It was on Netflix, and it was like psychological horror. It was really good, and I watched it like two a.m. And it was very, very confusing because I was already half asleep, and then already like I, it was, I was all over the place, but that was good. That had one of the guys from Breaking Bad in it. That's what. That's basically what made me watch it. Which guy? Um, what's it? It's not like the main guys. Okay. But I don't. I can't think of his name. Isn't the actor's name Jesse? Like yeah. The chubbier guy that kidnaps Jesse yeah, in the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his last name though. But, um. Cool. But, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I was going to say something. Now I forget what I was going to say. No, no. Oh, it's in. It's not in basic um, 16 by 9. Not 16 by 9. Um, what is stretch? What is regular aspect ratio? 16 by movie, 9. 16 by 9. For movies? Okay. But it's in. I think it's in 4-3. Maybe four not 4-3. Four 4-3 is the square, the old... Yeah. CRT looking TVs. Yeah. Those were 4.3. Yeah, it was like that. Okay. And it was cool because it, it like, it narrowed it down and made it look cool and more real. I don't know why. Okay. And like, the, it wasn't, it wasn't like crazy IMAX cameras or anything. It was like, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't shot on like a camcorder, but like the quality of it looked like it was kind of shot on it. Did they use like a 4x3 CRT like Snapchat filter on it? No, okay. but like it, it was like it was grainy. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's it messes with your head because it's very very confusing. Gotcha. But it's on Netflix. You guys should watch it. I think you guys would both like that one. All right, that was number six. six. How about number? Is it time to mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. to number five? Nope. All right, let's do number okay. five. My number five is Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. That w- this was surprisingly really enjoyable. Okay. So like I should watch that movie. I it, have not. I haven't heard anything, but it I, actually I heard good like about it. The, because the only thing that everybody talked about was the the face, the stupid and the, looking, Sonic. and then they fixed the face, and I'm like, this was actually. I still agree with you that that was totally like a publicity stunt of like, yeah, let's see how awful we make Sonic look, and huh. everyone will talk about the movie, and then we'll like make it so, good. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's what happened there. But we conspiracy thing now. <laughs> I mean, why, no, would, I mean, why would you make a weird furry Sonic? Like, so, that's so, the only yeah. conceivable explanation. But um, I saw it with a bigger group of friends. I think it was just marketing is all it was. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy. Yeah. I think it's just how they marketed the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But um, I saw it with a big group of fan- friends, and it was actually really enjoyable and fun a fun experience. E- a fun experience. Well, that's good. And they set up a sequel. Are they all uh, did Did you like check on all of your friends, like what Sonic games they've played in the past? Because you don't want some Sonic poser going with you to I, the no, movie, right? No, but I know that they're, they're all the gaming people's. Uh, so like, I know that they have played Sonic before on a Sega Genesis. Have they played it on a Sega Genesis? I haven't played Sonic on a, say, Sega on a Sega Genesis. You're not allowed to go to the movie. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was Sonic. that was really good. I don't. Do we have that on Plex? That might be on something else. But it's yeah. on somebody's Plex. Yeah, but it's it was actually really good, and they set up a sequel, and I'm pretty sure that's supposed to come out next year or the year after. Was Tails in this one? Tails was the sequel thing. Okay. It was a post-credit scene. Because that's how it was in the games too. Sonic Two was when yeah. Tails was introduced. So it, it was really good, yeah. and actually surprisingly funny. So. Right on. All right, let's take a break from our list and let's check in with longtime Howdy Inc. buddy Kyle and see what his movie of the year was. Hey, it's Keezy again. I didn't watch too many movies that came out in 2020, but my favorite of the year has got to be Borat 2 and yada, 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 blah, 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 ridiculous subtitle. It is so funny. If you like the first one, you'll definitely like this one. It's a perfect representation of how wacky this year was. I highly recommend everyone watch it, but only if you like to laugh. All right. Thanks, Kyle, for submitting that to us. Borat 2 and then whatever else. Nobody here has seen Borat 2, right? No. I was supposed to. We were supposed to watch it on Discord. We were supposed to watch the first one, then watch the second one back to back. We never did. I need to watch the second I've heard one. It, I've heard it's really good. Have you watched the first one? No, I haven't seen either of them. All right. I loved the first one. When I watched the first one, I laughed so, so hard. When did it come out? It looks like it's my kind of movie, so I'm a little upset with myself that I haven't seen it yet. Isn't it kind of like real kind of thing? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it like... It's, the, it's very gorilla style, the way that they I film no it. Um, Like, not gorilla as the monkey, gorilla as the, like, being sneaky and doing it like without people knowing what you're doing okay. style. Um, the first one, I mean, was just super over the top inappropriate was the selling okay. point of it. Super dirty, super raunchy, but super hilarious. At, at least I thought 15 years ago when I watched it that yeah. it was super hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard the new one's funny too, according to Kyle. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Is it my turn to keep going? Yeah, what are we on? We on four, yeah. So we'll do these four, three, three, two, and then we'll stop. And then we'll go, go to, to our buddy Scott and see what he had to say for his movie of the year, and then we'll do our big reveal. Okay. So Tyler will be able to chime in here soon. You guys cool. will both be able to chime in on this one. Um, all right. My number four is Becky. All right. We watched that all as a family, and yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, that was a recommendation from a guy at work who was like, hey, can you get this on your Plex? It's got Kevin James in it, and it looks good, and it it was good. And so when we went into it, we were thinking it wasn't going to be good. Yeah, we're like, come on, Paul Blart as the... <laughs> yeah, at the no, very literally, beginning, we were like talking over the movie. Yeah, the whole yeah. time. Paul Blart's and, a Nazi. And, yeah. then, and then the inciting incident happened. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> and we all sat down on the couch, and we were like, we were very interested in it by the end. Yeah. Good so, movie. Yeah. Unnecessary sequel ending. 
but a good movie by itself. I don't remember what happened in the scene. I don't. I'm pretty sure the actors don't know what like. Yeah. Happened. But like the second we saw that it was over, they were like, "Oh, the key. What's up with the key?" And then, they don't know what's up with the but key. But I felt like I fully nobody understood. Well, no, no, I think key. I mean nobody I, knew. I, I think was Kevin down this girl for a key. Why is there got to be I think Kevin James does. Why didn't they say think, what the key was? About? I think he's the only one to make it to. Just so, so we could there just so there's sequel potential. I think he was the only one that was told it because he act so then his character, he could act like he actually knew it cuz nobody else did. Which is cool, but also tell us what yeah. the key's for. Yeah, but so. yeah, kudos to Paul Blart for yeah playing a different role other than, than the same thing that he's it done. It sucks that he's just known as Paul Blart. All the time. No, like, he's, he's King yeah. of Queens, too. I, he, I watched it, a whole lot was, of King of Queens. He was also in like Grown Ups and stuff. He was and funny those in Grown Ups, too. are really good. They are. He's, yeah. got, he's got a solid body of work, but he's extremely one-dimensional. So it's nice that he stepped yeah. out of that for this movie and did a good job. Did Uncut Gems come out this year? No, that came out. Or last was that year. last year? I'm pretty sure. I think that, that was on Scott's list last year, so gotcha. I think that was that last year. That sounds like see as well, because I've heard nothing good last things year. about that with like the same style of like yeah. this guy's only funny, but he did really good in the serious mm-hmm. role. Not recently. You can't call him funny recently. Adam Sandler has not been funny in the last couple of years. I well, love grown-up movies are good. And then, I and then I, but it's the same thing after Paul Bloy. It is Kevin the same James. Thing. I mean, that's what he's known for, and that's what yeah. that's what he's out there doing. Just like. Taylor Swift is writing songs about breaking up with her boyfriend. It's what makes money, and that's what they do. Is that is the is the new two Taylor Swift albums on your album of the year? Number one, of course, yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, both of them are number one. <laughs> okay, uh, my number three. Number three. My number three. Ah, oh, Tyler can pick oh. up his phone now. Tyler's got a number three. Everybody, it's not just the Lane Show anymore. Number three is the Hunt. Okay, Smoothie had that on his list. So I actually um, got recommended this from the Dead Meat Discord server I'm on. I'm a um, patron to Dead Meat, so um, I just was like, "Hey, any good um, recommendations for me to watch?" And then they were like, "There were like three or four people that said that I should watch The Hunt." So I was like, "Okay." All right. And it was actually really good. It's it's a it's a horror comedy, so like. Like, it's, it's right in the middle. Like, there's not too much, like, crazy horror, but there's also not too much, like, comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a good blend. I mean, I'm, one of my favorite movies is Evil Dead. I'm not opposed to there being comedy yeah. and horror whatsoever. But it's, it's also very political. It's literally Democrats killing, like, super redneck Republicans. All right. But it's, it's good because it's, it's not just saying, like, yes, the crazy leftists are really good or yeah yes all the right wingers are really good it's like show they're both equally stupid and like it's that's the correct answer yeah it's it's actually like very 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 good all right cool what's the name of it the hunt the hunt it's on your plex it's on my plex everybody so i've heard of it yeah okay tyler your number three movie of 2020 Guess of the because I didn't number mine because I you gotta number them. Of of this list, Birds of Prey is number three. Okay. It, was, was, it wasn't it wasn't super bad, but it, it was wasn't. bad enough to the point where it was like I, I feel like DC recently has tried to like catch up with Marvel, but without putting the time and effort into getting to where Marvel is. 
So they're like, okay, here is a movie, but most of the movie is telling seven origin stories at the exact the same time. The whole entire movie is an origin story. And then expect you at the end to be emotionally attached to anybody yep. while like trying to like conceive what's happening. Literally in the final act, they tell you an origin story of a character. And yeah, then it's like yeah. final battle. And so then you're like, oh, okay, the movie's over, cool. The no, only, too the bad, only good like, thing the action was, was cool, Margaret. and Margot Robbie's really good as Harley Quinn, but it was just a lot of origin story. That didn't have to be there. The it was just a lot. The only that's, good thing was Ewan McGregor in the whole entire movie. Does that movie have Jared Leto as the Joker? Or no, is that no. just the other movie? He might, that's just he might have a, Squad. He might have a single scene at some point. So the other day I'm at work and... Uh, Not even just a flashback? The other day I'm at work and a couple co-workers are filling out the uh, crossword puzzle in the newspaper. And one of the clues they uh, uh, immediately yelled at me to answer... The clue was uh, Fight Club star Jared Blank. And it was four letters, and it started with a J. And I didn't realize that Jared Leto... Is that, am I saying that correct? Jared Leto. Leto. I did not realize that Jared Leto was in Fight Club. He's the first guy... I had, to look, yeah. I, I had to do a Google image search real quick and figure out that he was a little punk was, blonde kid. He was, was one of the guys that was with... I don't remember his name. He's like the first dude that Edward Norton just like completely knocks out or something. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know that I know that, anything else of that dude's filmography whatsoever because I've never seen the Joker the movie. Band, uh, <clears throat> what's it called? What? But I didn't know he was in Fight Club. Yeah. The he's story. also one of the people that bring in the body of the one guy. I don't remember his name. Meatloaf. Yeah, when he gets his head shot off. His name was Robert Paulson. All right, number two. That's a good movie. I wish that could be on my list. That's if a, that's if Smoothie movie. can put The Room on his list two years ago, then you can put whatever you want. God, that movie list. is bad. I just watched that recently. Did you finish it? I I didn't finish it. Well, fully, then what are you doing? But it's Wait, so really have, bad. If, that, if he can do that, can I have like a double tie for number two? You do whatever you want. I, I, I really end, don't end care. <laughs> um, but I saw on Plex that The Room was partially viewed, and I was like, you didn't even finish it. Yeah, finish it, obviously. It's not worth finishing. It's terrible, but I, but it was it was so bad that I was interested. Yep. But yeah. Okay. I want to watch that so that I can watch the James Franco parody movie of it because I heard that that's really fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number. Wait. Do you have a number three? Nope. I'll chime in. Oh I goodness. I start here with number two. Okay. My number two is Anola Holmes. What? Anola Holmes. Okay. It was. It's um Sherlock Holmes, okay. but his sister. Oh, okay. Who's Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, okay. From Stranger Things. And it was really good. That all sounds good. Yeah. And it had um, Henry Cavill, the guy that plays Superman, okay. and is in The Witcher, and then another guy. But it was it was good. Like, I keep saying surprisingly good, but this one was also just, like, really good. Yeah. Not I any... have no substance of anything. Right. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> We're giving lists. We're not giving movie reviews. Yeah. That's that's the difference of what you're, you you got to think of here. So I've got a tie for number two. Now okay. knowing that I can now cheat knowing that you can do whatever you else. want. Okay. So I have a tie between The Invisible Man, which came out this year, and okay. number two, The Hangover, that came out in two thousand nine. Okay. We watched The Hangover a couple of days ago, movie. and that movie was. Super that was funny. your first time seeing it. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. I didn't know that was your first time seeing it. That was, like, that was actually really good. Well, yeah, Hangover's great. But in terms of 2020, The Invisible Man was also super good. Okay. I went Wait, into that, that was your really number low two? expectations. Yeah. I went into it with really low expectations, but... um, I told you it was it, good. 
Yeah, I mean, I hadn't heard anything, like, too bad about it, but I was like, this is about to look, like, really weird. Like, she's just going to be just, like, floating in the air, and it's not going to be cool. But then, like, no, they, they found some so... reason as to why he's invisible, and that made they, it cool. That movie is mm-hmm. so good. It, it was it was really cool because what they do with the, the camera of, like, they have it so that she's off-centered, so that you know, like, where he's supposed to be. Without like like it it, mm-hmm. it fits the formula of a regular horror movie, but like you only see half the people because the other guy's invisible. No, okay. right. what's your number? And two? That's your number two. My number two is Bill and Ted Face the Music, um, and I thought it was terrible. So, <laughs> I'm kind of looking for some positivity because I want to watch it. I'm sorry. Um, I'm I would love to give you a, an overwhelmingly positive review of the new Bill and Ted movie because I waited a long time for this movie. I. I had followed along with all the, they're making it, they're not making it, they're making it, they're not making it. I loved the Bill and Ted, the first movie. Uh, it was one of my favorite childhood movies. Uh, this one just, I didn't think it was any good. I thought the story was stupid. I thought uh, all of the people that they went and collected, I don't even I don't even remember any of them. That's how bad it was. Like, I mean, the first movie, I can name everybody, and it taught me something about all of those yeah. people and all that stuff. I didn't feel like you got that in this new one whatsoever. I don't know. The best part, I don't know if the best part about it, but the kid, their kids being a part of it, like they kind of pulled like a Jay and Silent okay. Bob thing where they like pulled the kids into it. Gotcha. Did not pull it off nearly as well as Jay and Silent Bob. When did Jay and Silent Bob come out? Last year? It was my movie of the year last year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, unfortunately, I was very let down with it. There, there wasn't too much good to it, I didn't Am think. Am I the only one that hates the reboot with the kids like not even just in this movie but in i hate it when they do that when it's like oh we're old now now Bro, we have kids this is howdy radio the next generation we i we, know we did the You're reboot right. with I the kids know. <laughs> and it's it's your podcast but so i think how movies do it is different no it's the exact same thing I, okay it's the exact same thing and no i'm not opposed to it because jay and silent bob pulled it off so well that who cares that's if that's kind it's... of what Marvel's doing right now too is like Endgame was the the foundation of everyone is like has now come to a point so now like we're working on like the Disney Plus shows that are slowly getting a foundation for the passing yeah. of the torch and then later yeah. on it'll be super fun so yeah yep. I'm not I'm not opposed to that no okay. and you can't be either or you're not allowed to be on this show anymore that's okay. that so. alright we got one more Howdy Inc. friend to check in here before we get to our favorite movie of the year and this time we are going to check in with Scott. All right, I had to think about this one because let's be honest, there wasn't much for movies this year. What there was wasn't the best, but what I did think of was Palm Springs, which is a movie that stars Andy Samberg. It's a Hulu exclusive, it's produced by The Lonely Island, and um, it's basically like a almost like a romantic comedy groundhog day but it takes place in like a island resort wedding and it really leans into the absurdity of that concept I mean it's not original in that way but I I feel like it's it's a really good I'm not a romantic comedy person but it's a really good romantic comedy it has a lot of heart but it's got a lot of goofiness and (laughs) the way it resolves is just like Ridiculous, and I, yeah, this was definitely one of my favorite things that I watched this year. So, uh, 2020, heck yeah! 
Alright, thank you Scott for sending us that beautiful audio footage and your movie being Palm Springs, one I had not even heard of this year. What about you guys? I I think I had heard of it, but I completely forgot about it, but it sounds like something I would like. It definitely sounds like something Scott would like. I know he's a huge Lonely Island and Andy Samberg fan, and I'm sure sure that would be right up your guys' alley as well. Well, we'll have to check that one out. That's a good recommendation. Yep. So thanks, Scott. Thanks, everybody, for submitting your favorite movies of the year. I think that's a fun way to get everybody involved and to change everything up a little bit. Something new, right? Yep. Cool. Our favorite movie of the year. The time has come. We've talked about movies for way too long. This is why it's a a two-part episode. That was each segment was that long. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. This is why we're doing a two-parter. Okay. All right. Um... Favorite movie of the year, Lane? Okay. My favorite movie of the year was The Invisible Man. All right. Um, it was really good. And I, I've seen it a couple of times now. I watched it with some friends on Discord when I, when it first came out. But when we watched it, we weren't taking it very seriously because we thought it was going to be like a slasher. But then nothing really happens like kill-wise until the end of the movie. So, yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that one out, too. That's on your plex. And also on HBO Max. Gotcha. Tyler? Bad Boys for Life. Wow. The fa- Also, I love that I had to remind you that you watched this movie, and this is now your number one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you watch it, Lane? No, but he, he watched okay. it like the drive-in yeah, I watched it the drive-in oh, on campus Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And I said, didn't you watch Bad Boys this year? He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you completely forgot that movie existed. What's your history with the Bad Boys franchise? I haven't seen either of the other two. But man, that was a good movie. Cool. It was a good movie. It was a fun, cool experience. I bet you. One of the uh, only experiences like outside of my room that I had on campus. So that's a yeah. It gets flagged for that. Right now, Dave is sitting here listening, and he's marking out that you just said "Bad Boys for Life" because he was when Bad Boys came out, like it was the greatest movie that ever existed in Dave's world. So I'm sure he appreciates that. That's your. I mean, pick. it was super fun. It, it was. It was like Fast and Furious, but not like car wise. Like, like it wasn't like so over the top. It was just like, yeah. oh, cool, you drive cars. Like it was like actually funny because Will Smith is funny. Okay, Will so, Smith's yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Will Smith. I can't remember the other yeah. guy's name. We also started watching The Fresh Prince of Bel Air here recently. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Will Smith, you guys like that show? Yeah. Yes, for I sure. wish we would keep watching it. Okay. All right. Cool. That's a good one. Okay. What's your number one? My number one movie of the year was Becky, starring okay. Paul Blart. So I thought I thought it was a really, really good movie. I was glad I checked it out. I was glad I mean all the things that we just said that, you know, he made a movie that isn't the same thing. He did a good job with it. Um there was some really gruesome kills. Yeah. Uh there was the one in the in the woods. I don't remember exactly what went down, but something she had like the, the colored pencils or something with like yeah. a there was some crazy yeah. jabs, some I, I remember the takeaway from it at the end was like they really came up with some cool kills yeah, and for ran, that movie. And then he ran over for like a nine-year-old, like Paul. Yeah, Park, the yeah. Nazi wasn't killing people, but this little girl yeah. wasn't gruesomely then he murdering gets run people. Run over yeah. by like a lawnmower or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but then that was that was the key that the yeah. whole movie was about get this key. Um, we have no idea what the key was for. It was kind of like how terrifying big, big was. plot holes. Yeah, of just like it all of a sudden really supernatural good. for no reason. Just, it was just so that it can like. It's not just that. Maybe it was, we make a Becky too, and they're just like. Okay, it wasn't just yeah. the supernatural. It well, was that everything was really good, but then they have to set up for a sequel. Mm. I understand they want money, but like sometimes 
Terrifier. Like you make a solid Terrifier movie, is also a garbage movie, but I disagree with that. Terrifier is terrible. But I feel like if you make a solid movie that someone's like, you should make a sequel, then like, you do what you did the first time and you make a good story again, as opposed to, I made a good story with a, a weird ending, on the chance that this makes a lot of money, so then I can make a sequel. Yeah. You should plan one at a time. Yep. Yeah. yeah good movie. That's that's the only negative takeaway from the movie. The mm-hmm. whole thing is awesome. Yeah, agreed. I don't have you. You haven't seen Terrifier, have you? No, it's, it's on Netflix. So gruesome. It's, it is so awesome and creepy. It's gruesome but terrible. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would like to throw an honorable mention of favorite movie experience of the year. You had said like because you watched one with all of oh, your friends okay. in the theater. Yeah. You watched the one while you're at school. My favorite movie experience of the year was seeing the Evil Dead trilogy yes, at the drive-in in a thunderstorm. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That was that was definitely my favorite experience of the year. I've never seen any of those movies in the theater. So, I mean, I guess still technically I haven't seen them in the theater. I saw them at the drive-in. I so, mean, I'm counting that. Cause so, if it comes to the theater, Halloween I'll be like, oh, I'll go see that now. too. Yeah, and Evil sure. Dead in the drive-in th- theater. So That was kind of Lane's the, the uh, Evil Dead introduction. Um, yeah. And you liked it, right? Yeah, besides the third one. <sighs> I, I think I just need to watch it again. I, I think because I went into it thinking it wasn't going to be great. So, the whole time I was like, oh, this is bad. But I still felt like it, w- it just wasn't good. All right. Oh, well, well that was hilarious. I, I, the whole, like, him tying himself up with all the mini ashes side note new evil dead game coming out which features content from all of the movies and the tv show all together that is super cool so i called tyler before (laughs) someone hanging out with friends and lane just calls me so no okay so i called him before saying something about something else Mm -hmm. and then as i'm calling him i'm watching the game awards and i see the necronomicon show up and i lose my mind (laughs) like it was I'm just sitting there in Summit and Lane is just yelling in my ear, Evil Dead Game! Evil Dead Game! <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, it's not like a, a story mode game, yeah. which is kind of, I think, what everybody is looking for. Not uh, everybody. I'm, I kind of I'm hope it's fine. similar to the Friday the 13th game, because I really enjoyed that. It's similar to the Dead by Daylight game, is essentially what it is. I put it and I'm like not Left super Dead familiar with that. I think um, that game is similar to how Friday the Thirteenth is. Yeah, of like Four just like objectives to try and get like out that, while or... someone else is killing. Yeah, that's not what I've heard. I've heard it's like Left 4 Dead, like it's four player co op, and you got It's like waves of oh the people yeah. or something like maybe that. It's, there's maybe also it's a mixture of all there's of also it. PvP, so there might be something like that. And then I'm sure that there will be story integrated yeah, in somehow. Be. They're not going to not have any story to yeah. it whatsoever. Um, the only thing we haven't seen is Pablo. We saw Kelly, but not yeah. Pablo from Ash vs. Evil Dead. But Pablo mentioned recording for a video game a year or two ago. So okay. everybody suspects when that Lane he's called in. me, I was like, that must have been what Dad was talking about. Because mm-hmm. we had figured out that like, we knew that there Bruce was a Campbell game was saying that there was a yeah. last run but as people Ash. thought it was going to be so more figuring Kombat. out if it was another movie or if there was another show yeah. or game apparently mortal Kombat was supposed to be a thing and it fell through mm-hmm. that that okay. was that was a thing they made the character they voiced the character everything was ready to go and then it fell through because of licensing bruce Campbell probably just joined that audio and i was like all right my own game yeah, yeah. Uh, but the fact that it has all of the movies and tv shows all in one mm-hmm. thing is a gigantic so thing expensive. for <laughs> evil you. dead because they've They've always been separated because yeah. of that. So, all right, that's our 2020 including movies of the year and Evil Dead video game talk. Yeah. <laughs>
here we go. Let's talk about video games for probably a long time. Buckle up. It could yeah. be a long ride. Uh, interesting year to be talking about video games. New generation of consoles came out this year. The PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and Series S all came out just within the last month or so. Um, we did a lot of episodes leading up to those consoles coming out and the games that didn't come out for those systems. Uh, so there's not, I don't know, there's not really a whole lot of, you know, like next-gen stuff on our list because there's not a lot of next-gen stuff out at this point. Lane, again, has all 10, so yep. he's the reason why this episode is so long. Yes, sir. Uh, me and Tyler will chime in about halfway through. We've got our friends yet again, all three of our friends, Smoothie, Kyle, and Scott, to give us their top picks of the year so we'll we'll throw them in there so let's do it let's go number 10 okay. game of 2020 lane so um smoothie's gonna be mad at me for this one okay but my number 10 is animal crossing new horizons okay mainly because i'm not an animal crossing type of guy yeah and it takes a lot of time and patience and i don't have time and patience okay but it just is so boring to me <laughs> Okay. Like, I understand why you guys like it, because you guys can just, like, play it on, like, the go, and, like, just whenever you guys have free time and stuff, but it's just so, and I'm not even just the person that's, like, it's boring unless it's a first-person shooter. I'm just like, this was just boring to me. Alright. Yeah. Okay. Should I say an honorable mention at the end? If you've like, got I, should I say it now? Usually you say it before you started your list. It's something that didn't make the list, but is worth mentioning. Okay, so my honorable mention is Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. This came out a couple, like, a week ago. A couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Only a couple days ago. And so I've only put a couple hours into it, but Mm -hmm. so far, I've liked it a lot, but I haven't played enough of it to actually have on my list. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Cyberpunk came out, and we've said that it hasn't... God, how many times have I said, it'll get delayed, it'll get delayed. And it did, I was but it's finally out. But that's a whole other conversation. It's not on our list, so or yeah, it's not on any of our actual list. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to Tyler about how everybody's saying it should have been delayed another year, but then you also got to put in like last time they got it, they got like death threats and stuff. So for their safety, they probably shouldn't have delayed it again. And more and importantly, they have big people in suits telling them that it's time to release the yeah. game now. So. And even if, they, so even if the game like, does have delay it to fix things, and then they're like, no, 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 just release it. And then they release it, and then everyone's like, the game's broken. What, what, yeah. what the heck, man? And but, we're like, Welcome to we've... the stupid internet gaming community. It's just so irritating. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what happens. They're fixing it as we speak. So they've already had a couple of hot fixes, and people are saying after the hot fixes they haven't had as many bugs and glitches. So, And I will say, too, that... I will say also that this I feel that this is another one of them situations where the internet has blown the problem up more than it needs to be. Yeah. Because if you scroll through anything that is talking about cyberpunk right now, it's all, it's broken, it's unplayable, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. But everyone that I know in my actual life that is playing it and putting time into it on multiple different co- consoles that I can name are all saying... Yes, there are some bugs. It is far from unplayable. Yeah. So, I've uh, only encountered the about two bugs. Ruins a lot of 
people's positivity nowadays and it's a that's a whole nother conversation of itself also i've only encountered like two bugs that were that's kind of funny looking and then i move on which penis did you pick i think the third one yeah what penis did you pick? Wait, there were three? I think there's, there was only two. I was going to no, say, I think I only had two penis there's options. There's four. What? Because I thought there's, there was there... two penis options, and then Dave was like, I picked penis three, and I was like... There's four. I really only thought there was two. Is Maybe. penis three just the vagina? Like, I thought there no. was... No. There's two that are circumcised, two that are not circumcised, none, and vagina. I... Cool. I think I I'm right there with you, Tyler. I think I was there, only there given there was circumcised, there was uncircumcised, there was vagina, and yeah. then after no, that you got sm- to pick small, one or two or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. it. All right. Cool. Glad we all chimed in on our <laughs> on our penis pickings. That, that's when you chimed in. <laughs> that's literally all I've done. I had to create, I've had to create Tyler my character has twice. Only <laughs> picked his penis size and I thought I had to. I made my character the first time, and I was like, all right, cool. Because you had said you wanted to play, so I was all like, right, "All right, I'll off. press save." But apparently, you need to like play a mission for that to save. Mm-hmm. So then I got back on. I was, it was like create your character, and I was like, "What? I, I no. did this. I took thirty minutes to do this." Did you do the same thing the second time around? No, I think my guy looks cooler the second time go. around. So it worked out. I, I bet the, my guy would look cooler if I redid it. Did you? It too. Did you make your guy like look serious and stuff? No, I, my guy's got like blue dreads and like a weird oh, beard, okay. and Heck yeah. he's got uh, a penis number two with a. Uh, uh, with a heart pubic hair, so nice. I think that's what I. Ha- I think yeah. that's what I couldn't not. Go- I went for the lightning bolt at first, but I was like, nah. <laughs> he needs a heart. It's like a reverse Harry Potter. I don't understand your nerd jokes with Harry Potter. Sorry. That's that's not true. <laughs> what kind of Harry Potter are you eating? No. <laughs> All right. What is on your list? Number nine on okay. Lane's list. My number list. nine is Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. That's a shame that that's down so low. There's no way you got eight games that are better than Tony Hawk. I don't like Tony Hawk as much as you like Tony Hawk. I like Tony Hawk, but I also added this four seconds ago before we pressed record, yeah. and I wasn't going to like think a lot about it. It's just it. one of those things where it felt like that was so long ago. Like I literally that played was it September. on campus, yeah, so like was, I, it was not that it was long right ago. When you moved but that out. thing feels it was like September forever. 4th. Was right when Once I moved out, I was like, I'm on a mission. By the time the next time I come back and visit and play dad, I'm gonna like be able to hold my own. And then you're back the next week. <laughs> I, but I held my own. It, th- it took me a week, but I held my own. Yeah. Right. That's one I need to put a lot more time into. I didn't I didn't put nearly as much time into that as I assumed I would have. Mm-hmm. Um I needed to play more of the second game. I completely like one hundred percent of the first game. I didn't get that far. S- stopped uh, on the second one. Well, all right, number eight, Lane, and then we'll uh, check in with Scott and see what Scott has to say that his best video game of the year was. My number, number eight. My number eight was Minecraft Dungeons. Okay. So it was like Diablo, but Minecraft. And it, okay. was, it was pretty enjoyable. It was really, really short. Okay. I beat it in one playthrough with one of my friends. Define really short. It was like two hours. A couple hours. Gotcha. But it's like... So basically, there's like are the, there expansions the, on it, or is so that like are, really just all the there days? are expansions. Okay. I don't. I've th- also wanted to try. I got it, it on the game pass. I, I got it on the game pass, so it's not like I paid twenty bucks for it. But it was like you play through the whole thing with the regular mode, and then once you beat that, you get a higher mode, like higher difficulty, and that kind of stuff. But like you keep the same armor and that kind of thing. But after at some point, it's just like, I'm still just going against the same guys. But I think since I stopped playing, there has been some free expansions that have come out. So, but it's only like eight levels that I beat in 15 minutes. So, so yeah, but it was fun. It was, it was enjoyable. 
Cool. That was uh, number eight, right? Yeah. Tyler, no number eight? No. All right. Let's uh, check in with our good buddy Scott and see what his game of the year was. What is going on, my friends over at Howdy Radio, the next generation? Brandon Lane, what's going on, fellas? Glad to see that you're doing an end of the year podcast still. Uh, I'm going to let you know about my favorite video game, and that is of, of 2020, and it's very fitting for 2020, The Last of Us Part Two. It was one of the most visceral experiences I've had in a video game or any medium in a long time. Love the story. It's very heartbreaking, harrowing, and it's very dark, depressing. But it comes out... Well, I'm not going to get into the spoilers. And to all the haters for that game, something is deeply, deeply wrong with you. Anyway, happy 2020. <laughs> you hope to see you in 2021 if it's if the world still exists. All right, thanks, Scott, for your submission of Game of the Year, which was Last of Us 2. Part 2. I really... Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Uh... I really need to play both of those games. We have the Same. first one. I know. I helped it's hard. get a couple levels on the first one, so I like. It's. I know I could. It's do difficult. It, so. Maybe we should all. Maybe we should all sit down together and play through those co-op, mm-hmm. help each other style, like we did Resident for, Evil. For real, I, w- I want to play Resident we, Evil. Then 3. we can all experience it together, all in one time, and Facts. be able to help each other. It was. It was hard for me, because because it's like, I think mainly like. I have to think a lot about what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's not just you walk in and kill a bunch of zombies. Like, you have to sneak around and get this bottle, and you have to save your ammo. Because yeah. ammo's re- ammo is really, really yeah. scarce. Right scarce. I don't know. All right, so thanks, uh, Scott, for that. So let's keep trucking along on our list. We got number seven. My, my number seven is Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Okay. Um, I put a good little bit of time into it. Not a lot, a lot, but mm-hmm. I didn't put as little as I have Cyberpunk so far. But it was it was very fun. And one mm-hmm. of the voice actors is the guy also from Breaking Bad. So that was cool. Breaking Bad's everywhere. It is. But yeah. I didn't put that on my list because I didn't feel like I put enough time into it to be able to to properly list it. Alrighty. Yep. Tyler? That's my that's my whole history with Final Fantasy. Looks awesome. I'm gonna play it. I get it. I don't put any time into it. I get stuck and I quit. There are a lot of those games that like I categorize as like the Adams kind of games. Like I would love to play Smash Bros. But like the only experiences I have with playing Smash Bros. is going to the Adams house, falling off the map, or getting like completely clapped in the game so i just like i don't have any like yeah. motive for it same with final fantasy <clears throat> they love final fantasy gotcha but, like i have that that stigma in my mind of like i'm not gonna enjoy it though because the atoms enjoy it okay that makes what? sense no no the smash thing made more sense but that's just yeah, they like the games you like okay number six um my number six is tetris effect connected gotcha um i had so i realized that this that tetris effect came out a couple of years ago but Tetris right. Effect Connected came out on launch day for Correct. the Xbox this is really fun fantastic like um, we played as a family and we all love Tetris yep. so yeah 
it was it was fun to play like together and like there's like the co-op mode where you mm-hmm. go against the boss or whatever yeah and that's really really fun definitely is are you playing that on your list now yep I'm sure he is mm-hmm. yep, yep. Well, was, what's your number you, six Tyler what did you just say? <laughs> oh, so we're on six, um, now, six. Right? are we on six yeah yeah. Okay, well, now yeah. I have a six now. I have a six now, too. Okay. All right, uh, my number six is Warzone. Okay. Uh, it's, ba- it's basically like an expansion off of Modern Warfare, which is why I didn't think it came out this year. It's an expansion because you can play it on in Modern like Warfare. Through Modern Warfare. But also, there's Call of Duty Warzone that's free that you can play. So, Both it's its own game. took hours to download on school wi-fi so that was oh, I bet. that was great but i mean it's all right it, it feels like what newer call of duties feel like now but just in like a battle royale thing so i think I it's like, one of the best battle royales i've played in a while i like some game modes that don't allow me to respawn in the base call of duty games but when it comes to like a battle royale like that i hate just landing and then some kid who lives breathes call of duty just sweats on me and then i'm dead Yep. It's better. And than I go to the gulag. I kill that guy in the gulag because I'm good at one v one, and then I come back and I'm dead again. But so, but you also got it's just a never ending cycle of feeling I, like the I gaming tried. community is very sweaty and it bothers me. So I, I play games I that are like that. Yeah, I tried that game, and I mean that was very quickly what happened to me, and I very quickly realized that this game is not for me. I, I can at least hold my own in Fortnite because like I was there at the beginning of Fortnite, so I have some foundation of that. But like, oh, I love Fortnite. Why <laughs> oh, you have to bring it up? Fortnite. <laughs> Did okay. you know they have Fortnite Funko Pops? Did you know, yes, did you know that Master Chief was in... Have, have you seen... No, like, Master Chief showing up on my PlayStation 5 the other day was a, a pretty big deal, though. I understand that it's because of Fortnite and screw Fortnite. But, that but me was, turning on my PlayStation 5, which defaults true. to the new Explore tab, which has like some, you know, basically just advertisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always very uh, visually pleasing, which is what I like about it. But I turned on my PlayStation 5 the other day, and I was greeted by Master Chief. And that was, like, that was something that I that they showed did it. not expect to see. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it happened, Especially I'm surprised they actually console, showed like it. it yeah, like, if, if this was, like, WWE versus AEW, like, WWE would have just been like, that doesn't exist in our yeah. world. We'll hide that. Yeah. Uh, but... It was a big old Master Chief on my PS5. And I think with, like, recent tweets, I feel like both of them are, like... Oh, they're buddies now. Yeah, like, yeah, and I, I like that. That's I think, their, I they've both the, decided the, on that in their the, marketing. That the fans the are the it. only people who are doing the console wars anymore. And it's only And then there are those children. people who are like, ah, oh, yeah. PC Master Race. It's only... I don't know. Uh, I say it's only <laughs> children, saw, but there's probably a lot of 45-year-old oh guys that are sitting I, there in their underwear I, complaining I, about it. I saw a cyberpunk meme. That was like PC gamers. It was like this shows that the shadow quality is better on PC than Xbox and PS4, and it's like console gamer. Yeah, but who's looking at the shadows while you're playing the game? Yeah. <laughs> like the internet <laughs> is so toxic on video games right now. Uh, number six, is that what we're on? Yes. Yeah. yeah so what we on just the, did. on the fly, I will add uh, Final Fantasy VII as my number six, even though I didn't put a ton of time into it. I made a top five, but we'll put that as my number six because I did enjoy what I played of it, but it wasn't but, a whole lot of it. Yeah, okay. So I number think I played five. the tutorial or like the demo twice. Yeah, I yeah. Played I played it when the it first came out, and then I tried to play the game again and yeah. got that far and yeah. stopped. I played the demo too, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you get much further into it, and I got stuck. All right. Yeah. Okay. Number five. 
Number five. Yeah, this is the last one, and then we'll go to another one. Number five, okay. and then we'll go to our buddy Kyle and hear what his favorite game of the year was. Number five. So my number five is Valorant. I don't know what that is. It is. Uh, it's League of Legends Call of Duty. So not League, League of Legends CSGO, basically. Okay. It's PC it, game? Yeah. Okay. It's made by Riot Games, and it's like character-based CSGO. 5v5 technical shooter. Okay. And it's really fun. There's like power-ups and stuff. And it, it got really sweaty at the end. And, yeah. But it, it's it's long games. But it's fun. And it made my aim be a lot better. So, yeah. That's my biggest problem in shooting games is that my aim is just awful. I think my problem in shooting games is it's not like wanting is to... No, it's not wanting to turn with the new meta... Of like, I want to play the, with the, like the guns and stuff that I played in Black Ops Two when like it wasn't super sweaty. Like I wish I could go back to that experience. Dude, so Black I get Ops stubborn Two and, was like, so I don't sweaty. Use the, the guns that are broken that everyone uses to get kills. You can't say that. So I aim well, but sweaty. then the other guy across from me also aims well, but his gun is just better. So then I just I lose. New drinking game. Uh, everybody at home, take a shot when my kids say sweaty. Apparently. Uh, they just said it like oh, 12 actually, times. That's, a, that's a part of the, the gaming. Whatever. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I just, just came up with a drinking yeah, game. Yeah. I just need you to understand that the new generation is not the only people who are sweaty. Sweaty, take a shot. No, yeah. No, but Black Ops making promotes sweaty. And sweaty, annoyance. take a shot. Yeah. Skill based matchmaking has always been a thing. How do you think matchmaking works? It's skill based. Cool. So we got. Uh, who said number five there? I said number five. It's what was Valorant. the name of it? Valorant. Valorant. It's Tyler. Free, so. It's free? Yeah. Cool. You wouldn't like it. I guess no. I'll go with uh, Animal Crossing as cool. number five. All right. I, thir- I don't know why I stopped playing the game because I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Okay. Uh, I'm always, like, especially when I play Minecraft, I'm you a really big game. aesthetic person. Yeah. And I feel like that's a game, like, had I, like, just gone over the hump that I was at, yeah. I could have aesthetically change that island completely. So I, I want will, to go back and play it. I will. I think I can partially take blame for that because we were both playing Animal Crossing on the same Switch. Mm-hmm. So part of it is I'm to blame. Part of it, of it is Nintendo is to blame is that you couldn't have two separate islands. True. We had to live on the same island. And that I, is... You were just putting more time in. So I just, was putting more time in. So it kind of default became mine Mm -hmm. and you know i had my vision of what i wanted to do with the game and if you would have kept playing you know you had your vision but we had to share the same space Mm -hmm. and that's that's a terrible way for nintendo to go about doing that Mm -hmm. in my opinion maybe there's some people that want to play together and to experience it that way but i thought that that was the stupidest thing in the world so i feel like i kind of hijacked your game there possibly uh but now we got our own switches, and you can always true, true. I'll just except back. for my Animal Crossing lives on your Switch. But oh well. Alrighty, do you have a number five? Number five for me is a uh, longtime Sega fan favorite. Streets of Rage came back this nice. year. Uh, Streets of Rage Four was a super fun game. Love Streets of Rage on the Genesis when I was a kid, uh, and then they finally made a new one this year that was. It was really good, really well done, looked awesome, awesome. stuck to the same beat-em-up thing, perfect for 
a couple people to sit there on the couch to play together. You know, nothing mind-boggling new about it or anything. Just a really good beat 'em up game. Yeah, that was super fun when the four of us were playing it. Mm-hmm. That was a good uh, Switch game. That was yeah. fun. Got a few Switch games on my list this year. Although that's not just Switch, but that is where we played it. The Switch is. popped off this year. It did. There was a lot of good stuff for Switch. We'll we'll come back to that at the end of our list to see how many Switch games made our list this year because it's it's pretty predominant on my list. I definitely know what your number one is. All right, that's number five. So let's go, go to Kyle and have him tell us his game of the year for 2020. Yo, 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 it's your boy Keezy again. <laughs> oh, uh, my favorite video game this year. My runner-up is Last of Us 2. Great game. I have zero bad things to say about it. But the game that really got to me this year was Spider-Man Miles Morales. I played the crap out of it. I beat it twice. As soon as I beat it, I started New Game Plus and beat it again. Um, it's a relatively short game, uh, but every beat is perfect. The story is incredible. The acting is great. The graphics are amazing. The gameplay is top-notch. There's literally nothing wrong with it. Uh, the story made me cry. It, it just has it all. If you like Spider-Man or good video games, you owe it to yourself to play it. All right, Kyle, thanks for sending that in. Runner-up for Kyle was uh, The Last of Us Part 2 and Spider-Man Miles Morales number one. You guys, uh, none of us have played Last of Us 2. No. Miles Morales, I know Lane played. Tyler, did you play Miles Morales any? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to once I finish the first game. Oh, so you're never going to play it. Okay, got it. No, no, I, I need to finish it because I started the first game. I know, but that's gamer talk for I'm never going to play it. Yep. No, no I'm committed. I'm yep. committed. All right, cool. All, All right, right, let's get back into our list. We've got, uh, we're at number four now, where I have to check my list. Okay. Number four, 2020 game list of the year. Lane. My number four. Is Call of Duty Cold War. Okay. It's a new Call of Duty game this year. Yep. It was really fun. This is the first one because currently the PS4 is in my room. And this was the first one where I've just like had my own kind of thing happening. Like in my own room. I've never really like played a game like that. Because I, I feel like that's how, that's how you should play the game. Like you shouldn't be playing it on crazy 4K theater screen you know what i mean like smaller screen for kind so of lane and harris play games like that on like huge screens i need to be like right Ex here especially especially like cod i can't play cod on big screens because these tiny little dots of people that i'm supposed to be shooting at, i can't see anything yeah when it's mm -hmm. just pixel wars i can't i can't play on a big tv so lane inherited the ps4 once we got the ps5 and uh it went into his room so he's spoiled and then once i get my pc It'll probably go back downstairs because I won't need it probably. R slash PC Vaster Race. Whatever. I'm he doesn't even have one. He's got like $20 saved. That's not even and he's like PC. Whatever. Cool. What number was that? Five? Four. 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 You have four? I think my number four is probably also Cold War. Okay. Only because I'm excited for what the game is going to be. Like I'm excited for when the rest of my friends get the game. 
when the new updates come out that have like newer older maps from like Black Ops 2. Mm-hmm. So it's only lower on the list because it's irritating right now with who I'm playing with and how the skill-based matchmaking is putting me against super crazy people. And I'm just I'm looking forward to like playing Search and Destroy with my like core group of six people and not like me, Lane, and four other random people. Well, what's your f- what's your friends waiting for? Brendan's waiting to get it for Christmas. Okay. Like they're just a bunch of people who like didn't get it when uh, it was like the PS4, out. PS5 combo thing. Yeah. So people are just waiting for birthdays and the holidays to wrap up because most of them have asked for it. Okay. So like and once most January comes around, it, I'll so. be able to like hopefully fully experience the game and not be so irritated with it. And I know you'll want to sit in your room and play it because that gives you the, you know, experience or whatever, but we have the PS5's version yeah. of it, and then you got the haptic triggers and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so. I'm going to need to get used to that because it, it tied out my weird. fingers the first time. It's pretty cool. Like, because like I'm I, pressing I it so much. I was like, you shot like a sniper, and I was like, oh, my finger's getting kind of tired. This but, not, like, my, Miles Morales it. isn't as blatant with it. Like, if you use, like, an LMG, it's like the game's at the halfway top of through it just stops. Really good with it. <laughs> So, All right. I I play the game. My friends are into it, and it gives me something to play with them. And I hate it. So it's not. Have on you my tried list. zombies? Yeah, zombies is all right. But my friends you, aren't as much into zombies, so maybe try, that's part of the problem. Is that the, they never want to play zombies? Did you try the Dead Ops Arcade? Because a group of a few of them that already have the game are more into multiplayer. But I love zombies. Did you yeah. try the Dead Ops Arcade? Yeah, did that, you like that was one? fun. But I felt like that. The, that fun wore off pretty quick on that mode. I thought you would like that because it's like Smash TV. Yeah, yeah I love Smash TV. I'd re- it made me just want to play Smash TV. <laughs> um, my turn? Yeah. Number four for me is Tetris Effect Connected as well. Lane had that on his list. Uh, lifelong Tetris fan. Started playing it when I first got the Game Boy back in 1989. Um I've, I've played so many different versions of Tetris that have come and gone throughout the years. Some of them that were good and bad, and this one is this one's awesome. Uh, the graphics, I mean, as, as odd as that sounds, on a, it's Tetris, Tetris yeah. but the graphics are awesome. The visuals are all super cool. Uh, like Lane explained with the like three-person multiplayer couch co-op, like your uh, you know your boards join together and you play on each other's boards and you go back and forth. Uh, and the music too, not just visually. The audio to that game is fantastic. It's kind of it, it cooperates well with yeah, how you're yeah. on the board. It sure does. Yeah, like you you know that you're getting ready to go into connected mode because the music mm-hmm. starts to change. Yeah. And yeah, great music on that game. Uh, very fun game. That was one that uh, was because of Game Pass with the Xbox Series S that we've been playing it on, and it was on Game Pass. So I went on the how to ink discord and i was like hey everybody game pass tetris effect man and uh scott was like oh yeah i wanted to try that and then he tried and he's like dude this game's awesome yeah so is he a big tetris guy i don't know if big tetris guy is the the words for it I'm, i don't know the answer but he to just that. enjoys it but yeah he said he really liked that a lot too I love tetris so. I, do too. I feel love like tetris. the music helps me as well because i feel like i used to be really bad at tetris mm-hmm. but i'm really good at like because like i play games like guitar hero and stuff like i'm I feel like I'm musically inclined enough that it helps me with the the instantaneous puzzle mm-hmm. solving of the game. Okay, but let's not put down the old Tetris music. Let's not no. say that the no, old no, no, Tetris no. because the do 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 one of the greatest video game songs ever made. Tetris, like uh, no, like, nothing against that, but just the immersiveness of 
whatever you do changes the music and mm-hmm. the music helps you stay on beat with what mm-hmm. you're placing. Yeah. And there, I mean, there is specifically like when you lose out of the game, you can, you can join back in by like clapping along with this beat mm-hmm. that goes and it's like this weird off beat that makes it actually kind of like harder than mm-hmm. just a regular beat. But yeah, super, yeah, it's on, it's super on, fun game. It's on and, one and, and three played, instead of two and four. I played a uh, solo while Lane was uh, watching or something like I played like one level by myself. Mm-hmm. And there was like, even when like you pivoted the piece, like it, hit like a bongo in the back like it was making mm-hmm. sounds as you changed your piece that's cool and then you just spam just like it and everything it that you like do fun. matters to the music and the music helps you with the game so mm-hmm. it's very cause and yeah. effect great game cause and tetris effect um i have yeah there you go i have zero interest in uh virtual reality vr but i would love to play the tetris effect for the ps4 vr I think, beat saber. I think that would be the, now that I know what the game is like and know that it's so awesome, I bet it looks super cool like that. The guy who had the world record for the highest score in Tetris played Tetris Effect regularly and still like beat the score like really easily, and then played it in VR and all of a sudden like was demolishing the score. Like he got like the being first, fully like, immersed into something. the game like made him so much better. So I okay. wonder if that works for everybody. Yeah, I'd love to try that out. He got like the does PS4 VR work with PS5? Does that just plug in and work? Or? I think it's just PlayStation VR. I think so, yeah. It's just PlayStation VR, so it, doesn't, yeah. it just probably hooks into a USB or something. I don't know if there's any PS5 VR games, though, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's basically no PS5 games. I kind of so. want the, the Oculus thing, except it's by Facebook. Oh, no. But, yeah. <laughs> God. Scan your eyes no. or know everything no. about you when you that's, put that helmet on. That's a big no for me. Uh, screw that. But it's it's like they're just <clears throat> the parent company. They yeah. just they just own Oculus, so yes. it's it's not like the it's not like the Facebook thing. It's Doesn't like, matter. Well, I I mean I say that all, and I all, use Instagram, so all I the other stuff is like twelve hundred dollars, and that one's like five hundred. What's the Quest Two? I've had two people ask me about that here recently. I think that's I saw the an ad about it. The Was Oculus that? Quest, right? I think so. I think that's I what, see, that I think that's like what I'm talking about. Name. See, I'm so out of the the out of the know of VR I've had two people ask me that because they know I'm video game a video game person I'm like no that's not something I know all I want to play is Beat Saber like I recognize when it comes to VR is Oculus that's it anything after that I have no knowledge and Vive I don't know okay that's Valve alright that's that's number four on our list right let's go to number three on our list number three on your list Lane is Call of Duty Warzone you got, how, how many Call of Duty games are on Only your stupid two. list? <laughs> okay. There are two, but we've so, had them all in different positions. So uh, it's all let's just keep talking about Call of Duty. So, COD Warzone. Um, I'm I'm good at it, so I like oh. it more. All right. But um, but it also isn't just a like you can call it just a regular battle royale, but there's more to it. Like those the buy stations, are, like you can buy like self revives and like ammo kits and that kind of stuff and like and then there's also like the gulag that's when you die you go to like the little chamber and you 1v1 to see if you respawn or not and i think that that that's something that like kind of made it what it is i feel like if that wasn't if the gulag wasn't a thing then it wouldn't be as big as it was and then if you don't like your friends like those currency and that kind of stuff that makes you be able to buy things it's cool. I like it a lot. I, I do agree that there are so many aspects about the game that are super awesome. 
But like buy stations like don't pertain to me though because even if my friend does buy me back, I'm still dead. Like I just come back just and get, then I die. Right. So like just functionality is awesome instant for death. other people who do things, but I'm dead. So instant it doesn't matter. Death. Just get better. It's 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 so hard. It's to impossible to dead. in my situation because it's just instant death. There's no like oh I get to live for ten minutes and practice and try things. It's just instant death. And then your friend has to go out of their way to round up the currency to bring you back to then die. That's number three, Tyler. Number three on your list. I believe my number three is Tetris Effect. All right. Connected. Super awesome game. The the music is awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just all the things we said about the awesome. Yeah, I like that you like it as much as you do because I know in the past you have not been quite as big of a Tetris fan. I guess as the rest of us would be a way to say it. I guess I just it. haven't tried Tetris like since I like started getting into Rubik's cubes and stuff. Uh, yeah, I feel okay. like there, there's been a shift in like I enjoy puzzles now, okay. and I used to just be irritated because you you and Mom are both so good at it, and mm-hmm. then I just like I get there I'm and I just I flunk it. the level, and it's just like oh okay how glad I did that. I'm pretty good at Tetris. Yeah, Lane's new to being good at Tetris, newer than me or Liz. Uh, so yeah, like I can't beat you guys, and like I still can't beat the overall. Like I still can't beat you guys, but yeah. I'd like to try. I'm kind of like how Tylo is in Tony Hawk. Like I'm kind of in that place for it. Like you guys are still always gonna be better, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm right behind. Yeah, I mean, you. I think we're all good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tony Hawk, number three on my list, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, is uh, is my pick. Uh, great game I, I, i'm glad that it finally came back that they remastered it and we can play it on the new consoles and continue to play it but i didn't put as much time into it like i said that i thought i would uh but it, there's nothing bad to say about the game they've they did everything exactly right it's got the music that we wanted to have it's got the same controls the same feel the same same everything that we wanted it to have it's it's a perfect remake in my opinion mm-hmm. And I, uh, I feel like I owe a lot to that game this year, actually, because uh, it got me back riding a skateboard, and True. that's been huge for me this year. Uh, and then, ironically enough, I think I've spent more. I know that I have spent considerable more time standing on a real skateboard than playing a video game skateboard, and that I did not see coming mm-hmm. at the beginning of this year. And I'm super proud of that uh but regardless the game is responsible for that so and just tony hawk in general is kind of responsible for that so good job tony they also also won best sports game at the game awards this year that's good i'm glad i'm glad that it got some recognition Mm -hmm. not just the same stupid madden game i thought thought people was gonna win for a second do people still play madden is is it still like logan and cody buy the new game every single year yep People still buy the same garbage game every year. FIFA isn't as bad, but... No, FIFA's not as bad, but it's still the same thing every It's the year. same thing every year, but FIFA's fun. Like, just by itself, yeah. it's fun. So, okay. I bet if I knew more about football, Madden wouldn't be as bad, but I feel like none of us know anything about it, so it's just like... No, they change. Circle, maybe the guy will chuck the ball there. Mm-hmm. They change too much about it. They made it really, like, realistic, and now you have to press 12 buttons... To make sure he uses all of his fingers to catch the ball. Yeah, that's a hundred percent correct. Just... Because I've never been a sports fan in my life, really. Uh, but from the time that Madden games started coming out 
on the Sega Genesis in the mid nineties, I bought them every year and I bought them every year through like maybe the PlayStation one or so, like maybe early two thousands or so is when I finally gave up on them. Mm. Uh, I didn't care about football, but the games were fun and it was a fun, we're sitting here playing each other on the couch Mm -hmm. experience or even playing together sometimes, but mostly playing against each other. Uh, but then as games evolved, it, it became just too much for me. And it, I needed too much knowledge of actual football to be able to play and enjoy the game. Yeah. I don't care about football even a little bit. So and that's why I, enjoy, I had I enjoy to give FIFA up more because it's just like X passes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. I can understand that X passes. Yeah. Yeah. They made it too difficult for the casual I th- fan. I think I think the, the PS3, I think I played Madden 13 or something like that. And I thought that was fun because that was one of the last games when it was still simple. It was just you choose a play, and then when you snap it, you choose a button. But now it's just like you got to press yeah. too many buttons to do stuff. They added NHL 94 to Game Pass a week or so ago. That game is fantastic. That is, It is still, still just that. as much fun as it was in 1994. That was the first NHL game that came out that was like licensed with the players and teams and stuff. And I bought that game probably right away when it came out. I mm-hmm. thought it looked awesome, and I bought it, and I bought NHL games for a very long time. Um, NHL 94 was so good. So much fun. Alrighty, number two? Number two. My number two is Bug Snacks. Alright. I didn't so, know that you really did a lot with Bug Snacks. I did I did a, a little bit with there. Okay. Um, but it was really fun, actually. Um, very, very funny. And just good, like, it was, it, it kind of reminds me of first-person Animal Crossing, but fun. <laughs> okay. Like, it's the same kind of premise. Like, you have to, like, go and catch this thing, and then bring it back to this guy. And then he's like, oh, now my friend wants you to do this, and then you unlock this thing. And then you, then because you went over here, now you can do this. And it's just like that over and over again. Alright. And you get to make people into French fries, so that's fun. And that is a PS5 game, correct? Correct. Is it available on other stuff too? I think it's only PS5. Okay, that's what I thought. Maybe PC also. No, it's not a PC because when I played it, it said that it was like licensed 2018 to 2019. So I didn't know if it was like actually a 2020 game. That means mm-hmm. it's that means started production in 2018. Yeah, I, I, it just threw me off there for a second mm-hmm. there because sometimes at the credits, it's like the year that mm-hmm. the game was released. Yeah. So I thought I wasn't gonna be able to put it on my list. I was like. I thoroughly enjoyed this game, but it didn't mm-hmm. come out. Yeah, that came out with uh, the PlayStation Plus for the PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Tyler, number two on your list. My number two is Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Nice. Was, Did you I, have that before I said something? Before we said something? No, because I forgot it came out this year. Oh, but <laughs> a fan, it was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. I, I played through and 100 the the whole first game. Heck yeah. I got all my stats up and like I was getting into a groove of like what my special moves were mm-hmm. i swear that that is what makes or breaks when we play against each other yeah because like if you're playing against me and you know tony hawk's move but i am rodney mullen and i have no idea what his moves are obviously i'm gonna lose that game because totally. I, I do ollie and it, it, that's just all it does yep but but then like i started playing like with my own story mode with my own character doing my own moves and i was like mm-hmm. tony hawk is super fun like yeah totally so yeah cool until you get like one hundred and ninety nine thousand, then you want to throw the control out of the TV. 
That was annoying. It's been cool to see, uh, you know, people that are way better at video games than any of us that have been tackling this game because, you know, now it's new and fresh again. And people that are just so good at it and get these crazy lines and crazy scores. Am I the only person it's that cool doesn't like when people back, use keyboards? But I hate that. I don't like you when people that? use yeah, keyboards. I, I, I think it's cool that there are people better than us. But that makes competitive or like just the global like multiplayer oh, I awful. Yeah. I join and it's just like get the highest score in this amount of time. And I'm like running around doing yeah. my own thing. Then the scoreboard no, shows up. This dude has four billion points. I'm like, oh, yep. I, I, I didn't win. I liked online. That was one of the things online I saw, like when it came out and people were playing online. It said that uh, what, while you're playing the multiplayer, you're not worried about the guy that's in first with the most points. You're worried about the guy at the bottom with zero points. <laughs> who is still doing a run two minutes after the time expired True. that now has four billion. <laughs> True. Yep. But yeah, I, I enjoyed online. Maybe I just, maybe yeah, I'm not, I I'm not as good. Too. So I don't, I didn't care that I wasn't the best one. That doesn't affect yeah, me Yeah, I still had fun. I, I liked seeing other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was enjoyable. I got to a point where I was like, Same with I'm Thug just getting Pro. smashed in this game. So like, if I want to play this game and I'm basically playing you just by didn't myself like anyways, didn't win. I'll just go play the story mode and just like... We tried playing a couple times. You just didn't play. like that you weren't winning. And I wasn't... Like, there were a couple times where I got like first or second. Sometimes if you play like, competitively, you're trying to play to win. And if no, someone you don't play has competitively, you play casual. more points, then I just... I can't play. Play the quick skate thing or whatever. Oh, I don't know what that is. Just a casual mode. What is your number two? My number two game of the year is another Switch game. And it is Hades. That's your number two? Yeah. Wait, has he said Animal Crossing? Hades is my number two. Yeah, uh, Animal Crossing. Tyler played Hades <laughs> with me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Lane, did you ever play? No, I watched <laughs> you play. Okay. That was a super, super, super fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a surprise game that I didn't know anything about. It came out. I thought it looked cool. It was 20 bucks. I picked it up, and I ended up putting quite a bit of time into it. Still haven't beat it. But uh, really, really fun. It was in that game of the year, so yeah, it was really cool to see that game, you know, mentioned with like the Last of Us and stuff like that because it it is that fun. Like it, you don't have to be a triple A studio with you know two years worth of production or eight years worth of production, two years worth of delays to be the biggest and best game. Like you know, anybody can make the best game, and that's a great example of it. Loved it. Great voice acting, great stories made into it. It was awesome. Very fun to play. Just very fun. Very, very fun. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's check in with Smoothie and see what his game of the year was. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Smoothie, coming at you once again on Howdy Radio, the next generation, with my top video game of the year 2020. And far and above, I would have to undoubtedly go with Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Nintendo Switch, a game that I never thought I'd get into, but very much needed during the pandemic. Uh, Just a fun game all around. So Animal Crossing New Horizons, you got my vote. Game of the Year 2020. Thank you, Smoothie, for submitting your Game of the Year, Animal Crossing. Good game. All right, let's get into it here with our favorite game of 2020 this is a big deal we're all big gamers so you know to give somebody your game of the year award it means something to us it does Mm -hmm. so lane 2020 game of the year 
So my I don't I have no idea what yours is. I know that you've kind of figured out mine by default. Um I don't know that I know Oh no, I know yours. I know yours. Okay, go ahead, sorry. My game of the year is Spider Man Miles Miles. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. I almost forgot there for a second. Alright. Okay. Crazy reveal. Yep. This game was so good. I, I think it's probably Spider-Man, all of our listeners so. probably knew you were going to say that even before I, I just figured I talked so much about Spider-Man. Kyle said he cried Yeah. when he, when he played it. Did you cry? I, I don't think so. No. Oh, you're dead inside. I cried in the first game. All right. On the second game. What do you think about that, Kyle? Do you think that do you think that makes Lane weird that he didn't cry? Does Is he dead inside because of that? It was sad. I'm not going to say anything, but, like, it's sad and everything. We but. just went into, like, full-on, like, complete spoilers for our movie of the year but you're not going to give any spoilers away for your game of the year i mean it's your choice you do whatever but we did like really spoil becky for everybody he like the the villain like saves him because like they've been best friends the whole life okay and like saves the whole thing of harlem or whatever and it's just like i i think maybe because when i first played it i was like what's happening what and then I was like, oh, that's no good. So I didn't cry. But it was sad. And okay. really good. Cool. So the game, though, you love the game? Uh, it's so good. You played the, the PS5 version of it? Yes. It's the per, it's the first PS5 game that uh, physically that we have yes. in the house. Correct. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. Shorter I, game. The, but story, that, the that, story is shorter. That didn't... That didn't affect your number one status. I I knew before I even bought the game. Yeah, we all knew that one. it wasn't a long game. But um, it it didn't it affected my like enthusiasm for it just a little bit because I felt like they could have made the story a little bit longer. But I think the side missions, the new like and not the same things as the first game, and I still need to play Spider Man Remastered, so. That's mm-hmm. a whole different. So as far thing. as uh, as far as a new game on the PS5 goes, haptic triggers, yeah. uh, graphics, solid state drive. Did this those check this checked all of those boxes? Ex- so especially the solid state drive. Oh my! So you can fast travel, and one thing that I loved about Spider Man was. Surprising that the load times were a little long. Yeah, you went into this on Howdy Radio. Everybody so knows that you enjoyed the loading screens of the last game, and that you were you were almost saddened to hear yeah. that they were going to be gone because of a solid so, state drive. But they did it well because of how awesome it is, uh, how fast it is. So I'm on the other side of the map, and then I fast travel to a subway, and in I think I think the longest one I had was six seconds. I'm walking out of like a stairwell going up and I'm already there and everything's rendered in and it's crazy. Or mm-hmm. at the end of the warehouse gang fights, um, instead of you being like, oh, I caught him and then you load out, you zip out of like a little hole and then boom, you're in the game. So mm-hmm. it's super cool. The haptic triggers aren't crazy. They're definitely there, but it's re- it's mainly only when you're um, swinging, but the, I think. Wait, the, wait, which one do you mean? You you combine both of them. There's the adjustable triggers and the haptic feedback. I keep which, saying the same. Which thing. one are you talking about? It's, I'm talking about the triggers. Okay. The triggers they have a little tension when you're doing it, and then the vibra- the vibration is really cool because you got like the the electricity stuff, and it's very enjoyable. 
Yeah. All right. Game of the year. Spider-Man, Miles, Morales. We just need to get Ghost of Tsushima. I need to play I'm gonna that. Get so it. When it goes to 20 bucks, I'll buy it. How much is it? It's probably, only, it's probably it's, still 40 bucks. It's 40 Game of the year edition is probably going to come out here soon. Tyler, number one game of 2020. Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. Loved it. Tyler loved them some Bug Snacks. Well, I no. love that both of your guys' games were PS5 games. Mm-hmm. That makes uh, spending a lot of money somewhat <laughs> yeah. worth it. Uh, it's, the, it's the first game I've ever platinum trophied. Cool. Oh, you did get it. Last I had heard, mm-hmm. you were talking about having to go back. I didn't hear I actually got, got really lucky. There was, like, a glitch in what they thought my tasks were in, like, the menu screen. So I was able to press continue, but not, like, have to start my game over to do the last two trophies. Okay. So I got kind of lucky. Like, I, I, I did everything, but then went back, and I beat it pretty fast. Cool. But, I mean, super awesome game. It's like Fallout, kind of, of you're trying to, like, understand a story. You're... you. You're a reporter, and you go to this island, and, like, everything's in shambles, and everyone's trying to figure out why this, like, archaeologist uh, discoverer, like, where she went. And you have, to, you have to, like, talk to this guy and get him to go back to the town, and you rebuild the town, and with while doing that, you gain, like, intel on how, on, like, where she went and how we can get her to come back. All of that, uh on top of the puzzle solving of how to catch each bug. Okay. Because like so how many bugs are there? There's a hundred bugs. A okay. hundred different ones. Point of the game is to catch a hundred bugs? Well the point of the game is to figure out where the discoverer is and to get to her so we can get off of the island. And I'm guessing there's a trophy. It's been overrun with bug snacks. Okay. But there was a trophy that was catch all of the bugs. So it was like got to be like a Pokemon game at the end there of like gotta well now, now I just need to catch everything. Mm-hmm. Was that what your uh, two trophies that you needed post beating the game was? Ones that you hadn't caught that you had to go find still, no, or waited, you had them all caught? I waited to before st- main boss to go past the point of no return. I I caught all the bugs, but I had caught some bugs earlier on before I went to go get all of them. That would have helped with a trophy. There was one trophy where I needed three kinds of bugs to feed to someone. To make them look like a Sunday, like I need to find a banana, a cherry, and something else. <laughs> so if you didn't know, when you feed them, you can choose a limb that turns into that kind of thing. So if you feed them, like if you feed them like a strawberry and their arm is hurt, you feed them a strawberry and their arm is now a strawberry, and that's how it fixes their limb. That makes sense, yeah. So then, it's like, actually pretty you, funny. You fed like the three of them, and it made them a Sunday, and that was like Sunday best was the name of the trophy. Okay. And then there was it's Sunday. I need to check that one out. I still haven't played that one. But it's super fun. And that's PS5 only, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or we just discussed that when you said yes, that. PS5 yeah, okay. only. That's right. All yeah, right. It was super awesome. Cool. I uh, I appreciate that both of your number one games of the year are not online multiplayer shooting each other experiences. What was my last year's? I don't know. I know 2018 was of course Spider Man. Yeah, I don't remember what your last year was. Um, but I think that's good because shooting games are, games just, are just pushing God, me, just like, old. away from like trying to play those games anymore. Like, I just get too irritated, so then I go and play super fun single players. Cool. All right, my number one game of 2020 is Animal Crossing for the Nintendo Switch. Wow, I did not see that one coming. Yeah. I actually did one after like five minutes. Yeah. So you thought Hades was going to be yeah. number one? Yeah. Yeah. No, Animal Crossing was definitely number one for me. Um, 
to kind of mirror what Smoothie said, it just happened to come out at the exact right time when the pandemic stuff started. Uh, all of my friends bought it. Uh, a couple kind of fell off soon, but there was a good chunk of us that, you know, put a lot of hours into it and a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It was fun going to each other's islands. It was fun, uh, you know, finding things for each other's islands. Uh, it was it was a very good community game, mm-hmm. and it was it was very lighthearted, very chill, very fun. Um, shooting people in the face is not my favorite genre of video game. Uh, something like this is, and I didn't even realize that something like this was so up my alley until I started playing this one because I didn't really have any experience with Animal Crossing in the past. Mm-hmm. But I'm very glad that I spent sixty bucks on this one. Uh, I got more hours out of that game by far than any other game that I played this year. So maybe did I think Hades was a cooler game than Animal Crossing? Maybe so. But I spent so much time and energy into Animal Crossing that it deserves the win for this year. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. I, I need to play that too because like, I need to reach out on the Discord and see who all has Animal Crossing. Because like, we've all got a realm with each other in Minecraft, so I can only imagine that we would all enjoy mm-hmm. an Animal Crossing world as well. Yeah, it was a fun game. Have your friends ever done D&D? No. No? Okay. Unfortunately not. I've always wanted to play D&D, but I've never really had a group to do so with. One of the dads... always had a group to do so with. Not one that knew what they were doing. Uh, One of the dad skate squad guys and one of now the dad skate shack guys, uh, Billy, uh, he and his family obviously put a lot of time into D&D based upon their Instagram stories. So, I don't know, maybe we could learn how to play from them or something. Yeah, you said your buddy Roman plays, right? Yeah, our, our he's writing, the, he's the campaign writing a campaign right now for oh. us to try and do it through the Discord. Yeah, that'd be a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always wanted to. Just never really have, never really knew what to do it's or so where to get started. Or It's annoyingly complicated. Yeah, but it seems like the payoff is definitely yeah. worth... It's so hard to find that one mutual friend that does know what they're doing to get the group started. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that Roman like took the initiative to try and understand it so that we could start. I right. have a new pick. All right, that's our games of the year. That's a big one that we got through there. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's wrap up part one of this How episode. long was that? And that is the conclusion of part one of our best of 2020 episode. I think we're doing pretty good so far. I'm glad that we decided to split this up into two episodes because mm-hmm. I think that was even wrong for one episode. We are undecided if we're going to sit here and keep recording or if we're going to come back to this next week. I think I'm kind of leaning towards next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's what we've got so far. Uh, let's recap. Movie of the year we had for Lane. Um, I had. What did I have for my movie of the year? Oh my goodness! Go Invisible Tyler. Man. Oh, Invisible Man. Yeah. For Tyler. Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for <laughs> Life. And I had Becky for my movie of the year. So there's some movie recommendations for you if you haven't checked out those. We should watch all those tonight. Like so, not all three of them, but we should watch one of those tonight. And then uh, the games of the year. Ooh, I gotta let's 
Let's throw something into this real quick. Let's close it out with this, okay? We picked our game of the year. Let's go through that real quick. Lane's game of the year was? Spider-Man Miles Morales. Tyler's game of the year was? Bug Snacks. My game of the year was Animal Crossing. Let's real quick before we uh, wrap this. Video game console of the year. Because two new consoles came out. Who is winning the console war that is non-existent and that we don't pay any attention to? Which system have you had more fun with so far? I know what you're going to say, and I know it's going to uh, be different than what we said. My, mm-hmm. my default is the PS5, yeah. purely just because I haven't put that much time into the Xbox, okay. other, other than Tetris and seeing Mama play the, the hospital game. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! Th- that, if that's that's all she does anymore. Oh, uh, why did why did she not submit a thing? <laughs> set? Well, it didn't come out in 2020. Yeah, she wouldn't have been able to. Oh, but Still. I would have loved to have had a clip from her saying, "I love this stupid hospital game." <laughs> um, I want to see how much time she's put. So much time into this hospital. We have to see how much time she's put. Does Xbox it. show you that? Yeah, you yeah. go to your achievements. Okay. Um, Once Halo comes out, Xbox will take the. Yeah, that'll be nice. Unless it's a bad game. No, it won't be. Because it has a campaign. I, I say and PlayStation. Than Halo Five. I say PlayStation because I've played three games, three next-gen games on it at this point, mm-hmm. and the Xbox. All that I've played is last-gen games. So Tetris I Effect is not a last-gen game. You but can also play it. But well, it's a Tetris Effect Connected is yeah. a brand new game that yeah. just came out for this but, generation of consoles. So that that counts as a this-gen game. Well. But yeah, I'm in the same boat of I've. I've I understand what more you're saying. Games. I Literally, so the the, ma- the most played game on that is a game from 2018, and Tetris, mm-hmm. and like, so I feel like it doesn't bring anything Wait for Halo. At the moment, it hasn't brought anything new to me. You know no, what I mean? I got you. Yeah, I've put more time into the Xbox than I have the PlayStation so far, which is definitely not how I saw that going. But I've really come to love the game pass i i absolutely love the game pass i am a game pass mark through and through at this point i think we need to change I the get show to how do you radio the xbox game pass because that's, that's what we talk about now um i just i love the way that xbox markets it i love the way that they say like check out this new stuff that's on the game pass and that gets me excited to be like yeah let's check that out mm-hmm. i i paid for it why would i not mm-hmm. i've checked out yeah, a couple like that i'm like <laughs> i'm like that game's stupid i don't I don't want to play anymore, but who cares? This game's cool. I'll There's play it for a little while. I love indie good. games. I love sky side scrollers. I love Castlevania style games, and there's no shortage of that stuff on there. So yeah, it's been Doom very. Eternal. I tried to play Doom Eternal, and I can't log into my Bethesda account. Dude. So I can't, nailed it. Can't play. Nice. Can't play the game Way because I can't Bethesda. log into my Bethesda account. That's one of the game of the year games. So I can't play it. Uh, yeah. So I've put more time into my Xbox things to the Game Pass. I love. Game Pass. It's awesome. I cool. need a through look as well, because I mean, I thought it sounded like such a good idea. I just I've been so busy freaking 100%ing bug snacks. And mm-hmm. One thing that I learned and Tetris Effect Connected has been, you know, one of those where we throw the word experience in there. The You know, us sitting on the couch and all playing it together has been a great experience. And that's happened on the Xbox, not the PlayStation. So, Because there's not a lot of co-op games yet on the PlayStation, sadly. Yeah. Well, but that's the perk of a Game Pass, though, yeah, is sure. that it's. But those are all last gen. You know games. what? Maybe we have games of 2020, but we do have games from this year to yeah, now. So, yeah. right. 
But the PlayStation, all... the perk of the PlayStation is that you can find, uh, you know, a hundred games that give you a hundred single player story hours and stuff, and that's great to have. Uh, you know, it's just two different things, two yeah. different platforms. So, yeah, the Series S has been pretty good for me so far. I like it a lot. All right, so that's what we got for this show. Next week, tune in for part two, which will be episode sixty-nine of How to Radio the Next Generation. And we will be giving you our favorite wrestling show that we went to slash watched. I think the watched is a part of it. The main thing is the one that we went to because that's something that we actually experienced in person. Uh, We can do a a list of, you know, two or three shows because there's only been a couple shows that we've been to this year. Uh, so we'll do that. We'll do, which is our kind of main thing that we do every year. We will give you our top albums of the year. To me, that's the main thing that we do every year. Do you guys agree with that, or is the games? This is my first year, so like I don't have much frame of reference of say, albums. Say what, you, say what you said again. To me, the the album of the year is the main event. Everything else is kind of just yeah. along for the ride. That, you, and, that you, and the game. So that's what do you? I, I thought maybe you would think that the game would be the main event for you. I think. I think it goes album, game, movie. But album and game are pretty close to each other for me. Okay. So next week we'll be doing wrestling. We'll be doing our top albums of the year, which will also include uh, our pick for song of the year. And then we will also be doing a brand new segment for the best of episode, which is our favorite real life actual moments of 2020 and a year that has been super terrible overall. There's still some cool stuff that's happened, a lot of cool stuff that's happened to us and our family. So I feel that it's important for us to recognize those moments and and talk about moments that are actually real moments and not just video games and music and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. I love the list that I put together already, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. So that's what we got. We're on uh, HowdyInc.com, HowdyInc on Twitter, CaptainHowdy1027 on Instagram. Lane, um, I'm Lane one 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 three on Twitch and Instagram, and also on TikTok. Oh God! Whatever. <laughs> that's yeah. the first time that's been said on here, right? Yeah. Okay. I've started uploading, and I'm I'm funny man. So. Okay. But yeah, that's it. I wonder how many of our Howdy Inc. listeners are now scrambling to download TikTok so that they can follow you. Dude, I'm pretty fun. I'm famous. Yeah. Okay. Tyler doesn't do social media. I'm on Instagram. At what? TyY216. Cool. Alright, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, If you have anything you'd like to add to our episode, if you disagree with something, if you agree with something, if you want to recommend something that, like, how did these guys miss this game or something, just let us know. Send us a message. We'll talk about it. because after we went through the whole games, I forgot the games came out this year. Yeah. So it's hard to I can keep only up. imagine that there are plenty of others that I forgot of as well. Yep. It's hard because sometimes you get, uh, you know, the game that you played a lot that, mm-hmm. you know, just it came out a couple years ago. So it's not something that you can even mention or a movie that blew you away or an album Especially that blew you year, away. Especially this year just feeling so long. It's hard to keep it to like, 2020. I feel like some games came out in 2019 or 2018, but, like, yeah. they came out last month. And yeah. I just I didn't remember. Yeah. Weird year for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week for part two.